Welcome back to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, it's a Groundhog Day edition of the uh, podcast, uh, and it's a topic that we, uh, we've we covered on a number of occasions, so it feels like Groundhog Day, you know, the same thing happening over and over again. Uh, topic this, uh, this afternoon is uh, the rotation and the starting rotation, and there are a lot of question marks uh, at the top, uh, and hopefully at the uh, the back end of the rotation, uh, some of those question marks are are sort of filled in at 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 this point right now. But uh, we're going to take a look at it in in different stages. But right off the top, uh, we go with the lead dog. We go with the the number one guy, and that's that's Shane Bieber if he's healthy. And that's a big caveat uh, if you're talking about Shane Bieber and this uh, starting rotation. For sure, Joe. Uh, you know all reports to the over the off season have been positive with Shane. We didn't see him at guards fest, but, uh, from, uh, Steven vote in the front office, they say he's progressing well from the, uh, you know, the right elbow injury that sidelined him for a big part of the, uh, 2023 season. Uh, but still he's coming off his second injury shortened season in the last three years. He, he went six and six put pitched 128 innings, uh, and made 21 starts. Uh, so it's still, you know, the, he's going to be a story in, in, in when spring training opens, you know, for a couple different reasons. I mean, his health and just how long he's going to be with the Guardians uh, at, because he's a free agent at the end of the season. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've talked about over the last couple of podcasts, last couple of uh, uh, days, the, the Guardians have been adding uh, and bringing in a depth pieces to to try and you know make sure that you know if something does happen with uh, an injury or if they decide to make a move and and trade Shane Bieber before the start of the season or early into the season uh, that you know there's there's people that can eat up innings and and, and take the uh, take some of the burden off of uh, the younger pitchers on staff. Uh, but in an ideal world, you want Shane Bieber to go out there. And, and pitch as well as he can from the jump, from the very beginning, not just because you want to win games, but you want to prove to the other teams out there before the trading deadline uh, that, that this is a, a viable and valuable piece, uh, especially for a contender, uh, and, and you want to get the most return uh, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, trade prospects that, that, that you can. I, I think it's it's, you know, imperative that he's healthy and that he comes out and, and gives the Guardians, you know, uh, Shane Bieber-like innings and Shane Bieber-like outings to, to prove to everybody that they're not getting damaged goods if they make a trade for this guy. Oh, yeah, definitely, Joe. I think that's one of the reasons that he's still with the club, that they weren't, that they didn't make a trade for him during the offseason because, you know, uh, they've set the bar really high with Bieber. They, they think he's healthy. They believe in him. They they like him as a pitcher, and I don't think uh, they and they want that his performance to match that belief so they can get the biggest return. Do you think you know they they might have missed out on an opportunity uh, last off season uh, if they weren't getting the kind of offers uh, that that they wanted for him if they were considering uh, maybe trading him then before the injury concerns happened and you know he was coming off a a, a playoff run in which he had. Uh, you know, pitched very well, uh, you know, trading him maybe last offseason would have been uh, an, an even bigger return than now. Yeah, that's, you know, I guess that's the eternal question. 
you know, you're coming off a, uh, you know, a, a 92 win season, you know, a, an AL Central division winning season, uh, a season in which you made a nice uh, postseason run. Uh, do you turn around and, and trade your ace that year? The exa- you know, this, in you know the fall in in that off season, um, you know I I think they obviously had offers, but uh, you know it it wasn't good enough for them, and I, I'm sure they're thinking, well we could we've got him for two more years, you know counting last year and this year, um, let's see what we, and uh, we think we're going to be a contender again uh, in 2023. Let's keep him and uh, let's talk about him at the deadline. And I think if if Shane hadn't been hurt at the deadline and the season had gone the way it it went, they probably would have traded him then, Joe. Yeah, that's uh, probably the case. Uh, let's, let's take a look at if, if Shane Bieber does get traded, if, if, if Shane Bieber's on the staff, if he's healthy and ready to go, he's your opening day starter without question. There's, there's just no, no other option, no other choice. If Shane Bieber isn't there on opening day, uh, season opener, who gets the ball? Who do you hand the ball to uh, on this staff as as your your number one guy? Yeah, that great question. Uh, you know, Bieber is right now he's in line for his fifth opening fifth straight opening day start. But if he has a hiccup in spring training, I think you've got to go with Tanner Bybee. That that that's a logical choice. You know, too many questions about Tristan McKenzie. Uh, you know, Tanner Bybee. I mean, uh, uh, Gavin Williams and and Logan Allen. You know, had good seasons, but, you know, Bybee had a great season last year. So he would be, uh, you know, he's got to be the backup choice right there. Yeah, and and by no means is he a backup choice. I mean, this is Yeah, I mean, wrong. Who, that's wrong. Term. Right. I, I, it's just, I, I, I think that he has earned that position and, and emotionally as well. I think, uh, you know, if you if you give that ball to somebody else, uh, you're sending a message to Tanner Bybee, and I think he would be uh, just from you know being around him. I I know he would take that to heart. So uh, yeah, as far as Tristan not being an option, maybe in that number uh, to 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 step in and take the ball on opening day. Uh, why do you think that would be? It, obviously, the injury. He still has a lot to prove and show uh, before we get to opening day. That just to you know set some people's minds at ease. Yeah, like uh, uh, Bieber, all reports from the offseason have been good on on Tristan. He was at Guards Fest. He said he's feeling great. You know, he threw a bullpen session for Stephen Vogt and the rest of the coaches, uh, you know, the day before Guard Fest. So, you know, that's that everything is moving in the right direction. <clears throat> but, Joe, uh, spring training is the test. You know, that's that's uh, you know, that's when we'll find out uh, if he's ready to go. Uh, obviously they will be very careful with Tristan. They will probably monitor his pitches, his innings, everything, uh, and, and gradually increase them as, as he's able to do that. Uh, how, how deep into games do you expect Tristan McKenzie to be able to go at the beginning of the season? You know, I think they're going to slow play him. You know, they've said they haven't made up a mi- their mind on that, but I think you've got to almost slow play him in spring training and then just, gradually build him up through through camp you know they usually like to have what starters go about make about five starts throw 25 to 30 innings you know i would think tristan will, will probably pitch some uh 
you know, some minor league games, some inter uh, some, uh, you know, simulated games and make two or three starts uh, in the exhibition season, the Cactus League season. And then they'll go from there. And I think they'll keep him, they'll keep a close look on him, you know, close eye on him. And, um, just, uh, you know, always, uh, you know, with, with, you know, the decision for him not to go undergo Tommy John surgery to rehab the elbow injury, you know, you're always a pitch away. All pitchers are a pitch away, but, you know, Tristan, you know, right now until he proves, you know, he can, he can turn in a solid, you know, season of 25 to 30 starts. He's got a target on his back. Yeah. And, uh, that, that that's, for sure going to be the case as, as we're going to watch every time he takes the mound. Uh, and in the back of our minds is, is, you know, is this the pitch that's going to, you know, he's just going to walk off and, and say, that's it. I felt it, uh, something, something to that uh, extent. And we certainly don't want that to be the case. Uh, what he means to this clubhouse, what he means to this, uh, this team goes beyond just innings and strikeouts and, and uh, you know, uh, wins and losses. It's, it's his, uh, his character and his, uh, personality in that in that clubhouse is his leadership is is beyond uh, what can be measured uh, certainly there as well. Uh, so you've you've got uh, you know Tristan maybe sort of one B uh, Tanner maybe one A behind uh, Bieber in in that rotation. Then you get to uh, you know the the two guys who came up and 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 really sort of uh, added to what what Bybee did last year. Uh, in in terms of uh, Gavin Williams and and Logan Allen, uh, I what's what's your take on where where Gavin Williams? Obviously, yeah. The other day, uh, Hoinsey, you said that Gavin Williams is the your your pick for a breakout star uh, in in spring training, uh, and and that means uh, you know he's poised to to, to open up the season uh, you know hot and, and and you know start that way. Uh, what do you see from Gavin Williams that you like and? And what are your expectations uh, heading into the into spring training? Well, this is his first big league camp, so we're going to get a you know long look at him. You know, I think uh, you know we saw he's, the stuff is there, Joe. Uh, you know, I think this is a this is a potential you know front end of the uh, rotation starter. Uh, you know, in um, like uh, over a hundred, I think he had uh, like 162 strikeouts, over 162 strikeouts. You know, his time between. Uh, um, triple A, double A, and, and the big leagues, uh, you know, made six, you know, 16 starts for Cleveland, 3.29 ERA, uh, 82 innings. I, you know, and, and he plus he pitched uh, another 60 innings at, in the minors. So, you know, he, he we, we, we got, a, we got a sense of that he could, could handle the workload there. And that's encouraging. As far as uh, Logan Allen goes, I mean, this is a guy who, you know, Still has uh, still has to prove a, a little bit of consistency at the big league level, but from what we saw, that he's absolutely able to get out big league hitters, and I think he just needs to to believe in that himself. Yeah, really competitive guy. I like his competitiveness. He went seven and eight, three point eight seven ERA, twenty four starts. You know, he threw one hundred twenty five innings in the big leagues, another uh, twenty in in the minors. Um, you know, they they kind of you know they they try to protect him a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, I like him, Joe, he's left-handed. So he gives that rotation a different look. And, um, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, I think he's a kind of a under the radar guy. I, I'm, 
Uh, you know, I, I just like his competitiveness, and I think he's going to make his presence felt this spring. You know, last spring was his first big league camp, and, you know, I think he made two appearances, and then he was sent down. I don't think he's going anywhere this spring. No, I, I think he's uh, in the rotation for the long haul, uh, uh, you know, for certain. But uh, let's play devil's advocate here. Let's uh, let's say if one of those, uh, you know, two or three guys, uh, Bobby Allen or uh, Williams, maybe takes a step back this year, uh, maybe does uh, encounter some struggles and, and needs to, to, you know, spend a little bit of time at AAA ironing things out uh, or – you know, God forbid there's a, a an injury or a, a concern there. Uh, who's the guy who comes in who is is in a position right now uh, to to sort of step in and and take a, a spot in the rotation if there's a stumble, if there's a, a bit of a regression there? Yeah, Joe, I think they've got a couple guys in camp. You know, they just signed Carlos Carrasco, made his signing official. So, you know, obviously he's kind of a, a depth guy there. And, you know, a guy that, you know, you've known for 11 years that you've got to read on that the organization does. So, you know, he would be, you know, definitely, a, a, you know, a guy to fill a hole. If, if there is a hiccup in the rotation, you know, you could, could plug him in. You've also got Xavion Curry. You know, he did a nice job last season as a swingman. You know, Ben Lively, they signed to a, a big league contract. He's He'll be in camp. He made, you know, uh, some starts for the Reds last season. And Joey Cantillo, you know, had a kind of, a, you know, kind of a, a, a an impressive uh, season at double A AA and triple A last year. Went seven and four, um, uh, 4.07 ERA. He was six and four in at Columbus through 119, 120 innings. So, you know, left-hander. So, you know, that's a guy to keep your eye on as well. I, I think Cantillo's an interesting uh, uh, choice to, to add in there. I mean, uh, from all accounts, last year, he, he, or, or, I'm sorry, it, it, when he was at Double uh, A, he was dominant. He, he, he was obviously beyond what, uh, what the, he could learn there at Double A. He needed to move up to Triple A. When he moved up to AAA, it was like starting over. He he really uh, uh, had to get acclimated to uh, that level of play, and it took him a little while. But once he he figured it out, uh, Joey Cantillo was was an option there. Uh, it was interesting how at at you know at no point during the the major league season last year uh, was it ever really a, a thought that he would be the the next guy to come up. I mean, he was. He was sort of really thought of as maybe a, that that year away. So um, I, I look for Cantillo to, to make his debut at some point, uh, some sort of spot start or some sort of, uh, you know, call up maybe a, 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 on a, in a double header or uh, at some point. I, I think he will definitely make his debut at some point in 2024. Uh, I just don't know how long his stay in the majors will be, uh, but they've been waiting for this guy. And obviously, uh, you know, you talk about left-handers; those guys take a little bit longer to to sort of percolate uh, in in the minors, and and they've been waiting. Uh, this was a guy who was in, included, I believe, in the Mike Clevenger trade. Uh, so, you know, that was it's been a while now. He's he, they've been waiting for him to come along. Uh, he was at Guards Fest. He's on the forty-man roster, so uh, that's another uh, sort of uh, positive in his uh, direction in terms of being an option to 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 get a call up there. Um, another guy I, I think uh, you've got to mention there, especially if he's still around after a certain point in training camp, is Tyler Be- uh, Beatty, 
uh, the guy that they uh, they signed the former uh, number one pick, uh, former two time number one pick, uh, who who was with the uh, the Giants and, and pitched last season in uh, Japan. Uh, this is a guy who uh, you know could be an option uh, as well if he's uh, if he's healthy and he's he's able to to stick with the club all through uh, uh, spring training. Yeah, Joe, I was looking at the uh, non-roster guys they brought to camp, and most of them are relievers. There's not a clear-cut, you know, just a, a starter, you know, a guy that's that started for two or three years in the minors or has been a starter most of his big league career. Um, you know, Tanner Burns, was they drafted him as a starter but changed him to a reliever last year, uh, you know. And uh, so, you know, it, it looked like they were looking for, you know, I know they were looking for depth, but it looks like they're looking for depth in the bullpen as well. Yeah, another guy that we we, we haven't talked about here, but who made a few starts for the Guardians last season, uh, Hunter Gaddis. Uh, it, it always seemed like he was uh, sort of in that position, uh, the, the the Connor Pilkington role from 2022, uh, getting bounced back and forth, and, and maybe he could be a guy that you know sort of rides that bus between uh, Columbus and Cleveland. Uh, you know, you, you know, he would love to to earn a spot, uh, you know, in the either in the bullpen or in the rotation uh, out of spring training. But, uh, you know, it, his best opportunity might be uh, to start the season off at Columbus and, and be a phone call away uh, if they need him to to come up and 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 plug into the lineup. Yeah, no doubt about it, Joe. He was two and one last year in 11 games, seven starts. Uh, you know, and he had he was one of those guys that when he was on, he was on, you know, he you couldn't touch him. But th- then he had some tough games. Uh, but, uh, you know, an interesting guy, like you said, a big guy, a b- another big right hander. And uh, I-, I would think he's in their plans, maybe not, you know, uh, coming out of spring training, but obviously a guy that uh, you can can come in and help him out if there's an injury in the rotation. Yeah. Uh, obviously we're, uh, we're breaking down here. The, the starting rotation, we'll take a look at the bullpen next week. Uh, and a lot more options there. A lot of arms, like, like you said, who are on uh, non-roster, uh, invitee, uh, is sort of deals with, uh, uh, the club, uh, keep track of all of these by, uh, joining our subtext, uh, go to cleveland.com slash subtext. Uh, for, uh, it's a subscription text service that you can sign up for three ninety nine a month. Or send a text message to 216-208-4346 to get signed up there. Oinzy, uh, the the rotation, where do you rank the, this rotation right now on its face uh, with with Bieber and McKenzie at the top, uh, with Bybee, Allen, and uh, Williams uh, there filling out the rest of the rotation? Where, uh, In terms of strength uh, against the rest of the American League, uh, you put it top third, middle third, or bottom third right now? Joe, I think it's it's around the middle third. You know, I, I'm glad you asked me that because I was looking at their the, the rotation for the last uh, seven or eight years. And, the, you know, the, in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, you know, the rotation was one of the best 
in, in the American League and the big leagues. And the reason why, I think, is they always had a dominant starter. You know, Corey Kluber, 18 and 9 in 2016. Then in 2017, Kluber was 18 and 4. And again in 2018, he was 20 and 7. Then Biebert comes in, makes the scene on 2019, and uh, he throws 214 innings. Uh, he goes 15 and 8. Then there's the, uh, the COVID season. Bieber's still dominant. 8 and 1, 163 ERA. Uh, he wins the Cy Young. And then it starts to falter a little bit. Uh, you know, 2000, uh, 2021, you know, uh, Bieber's hurt. Quantrill is, is the main guy. He throws 149 innings. He's eight and three. The club goes 80 and 82. Uh, next year, 2022, Bieber bounces back and has a dominant 200 inning season. The club makes a postseason. This past year, you know, uh, Bybee is the dominant starter with only 142 innings, and, uh, you know, they lose 86 games. So what's missing from this club is is a dominant starter. And can Bieber re, re, reclaim that position? Is it Bybee? Does McKenzie, you know, finally put it together, put the health concerns behind him? You know, that's 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 the key to this rotation, I think. The answer, the answer to your question is Gavin Williams. Does he step forward, take that next step, get to that next level, and and take over that mantle that passed through Corey Kluber to Shane Bieber? Is he the guy who now picks it up and goes with it? I love Tanner Bybee. I think he does a great job. Gavin Williams is the guy who steps into that role this season if if the Guardians are going to have any success and and regain that sort of stature for their rotation with that lead dog starter. It's going to be Gavin Williams. He's the guy. Uh, I, I, I believe that uh, right now on February 2nd, heading into, uh, you know, spring training uh, as, as, as we are. Uh, right now, Holmes. So write it down. Everybody who's listening, write it down. That's that that that's my prediction. Uh, Whoever right, it is, Holmes, Joe, they need it. They need yeah, somebody that, to to get that to take that job. All right, Holmes. That's going to wrap up today's edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Uh, we'll check back in with you next week, and uh, we'll talk to you then. All right, buddy. 